Shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, new theme song, holy shit, holy shit, something's different. Guys, uh, give a fucking round of applause for our new theme song by the band Virginity. Their song Bad Call, I reached out to them, I was like, hey, I love this song, and can I please use it as an intro? And they were super gracious to let me use it. Um, check out their stuff. Check out Virginity. I love this band. Check out the song Bad Call. And damn, I'm excited. I'm excited that people like this podcast and they would give a song to, you know, whatever this dumb shit is. Thanks, guys, for being here. This is Y'all Ever, the only podcast on the internet. I am Hampton Yunt. I'm your host. This is a comedy mental health program all about staring into the dark abyss and, I don't know, coming up with zero to no answers, uh, but it's always a good time. And today, I'm with my friend, Jamel Johnson. He's an awesome comic. Uh, I know him from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia scene. Uh, he's moved out here to L.A. where he's making big moves. He works at Ridiculousness, where I used to work, and embarrassed myself until I had to quit. <laughs> um he has an album, which is great, and go check it out immediately, Jamel Johnson, uh, and he has some podcasts. Here they are. Let's see. I'll just do the one. All right. <laughs> check out his podcast, Air Buds. Uh, my wife, Georgia Brooks, has been on it. It's If you're into sports, if you're into fucking basketball especially, holy shit, uh, I'm not, and even I've been watching a lot <laughs> and it's kind of fun it's kind of fun that lebron james asked the entire nba to go back to work so that he can defeat them all and embarrass them and make them mad in front of their families that they had to quarantine in front of <laughs> i think even if you're not into sports it's pretty fucking funny but check out jamel's podcast uh if you're into basketball it's uh air buds wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to support this podcast, uh, patreon.com slash y'all ever. For $5 a month, you get weekly 
bonus episodes on Monday. It's a great way to support the podcast for less than the price of a sandwich once a month. And it's absolutely important to how this podcast makes any money. So I really appreciate everybody who signs up. Just had a couple of people sign up recently and can't thank you guys enough. Um, I'm also throwing up bonus uh, stuff up there all the time of like stand up that I do. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to check that out, that'd be great. And let's just dive into this interview I have with my old friend Jamel Johnson. And we're alive. I just took my mid off. Raw dog in it? Yeah, I'm raw. I'm going roggy. <laughs> roggy style. Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> um, is there a lot of wind where you're at? Um, yeah, I'm in a turbine. Is it windy? Is my AC? Can you hear my AC? Is that what it is? I don't think so because uh-huh. I've got mine full blast, so I really can't hear. Uh-huh. I can't even hear you too well, honestly. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we're we're working on that. We're gonna fix that in post. I'd maybe take it down, but I, I don't know. I just like where it's at right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, how's it going? How's it going, man? It is, oh, buddy, it's so good. Mm. So fucking good right now. You excited for the vice president debates? I am excited for the two people who can talk. <laughs> the two cops. Yeah. They just get cops. in a cop shoot off two departments square off. <laughs> Yo, that would actually be amazing and would watch. It's true that it's like, I don't know. That's the one appeal is I guess they can kind of just say their rhetoric, but you're not going to learn anything. So there's really no point in turning, turning in. Yeah, look, I'm about to man, I'm about to hand in my ballot tomorrow. I've just been trying to I've been asking hot girls what to do about these props. How to vote. Yeah. Hey, you tell me how to vote, please. <laughs> That's a good way to meet girls. For sure. I'm on Bumble. Like, I want to vote. <laughs> I have no idea yeah. what your rights are. Tell yeah, teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. Uh, I don't know. I feel like everyone's really bummed right now because now we, I don't know. I, I guess Trump's alive, but it's like, my theory is that two things. One, he never had COVID and two, he's not alive. He's dead. So, uh, I like both of those theories. (laughs) I will say that I was definitely on the, this shit isn't real. Like when those three doctors were like, he's fine. He's absolutely fine. And they all had lab coats on and was looking lost as shit. I was like, all right. They are playing with us. There's like nine doctors standing outside being like, we guarantee you. They're like the nine out of what are 10 dentists <laughs> like, yeah. who approve new toothpaste and shit. Like it, it's baffling. And then that was that was what was great about today is he released a statement where he's like, I took a thing called Re- Regeneron or something. He's like, I feel better because I took something called Regeneron. It's like he sounds like a transformer. Like it doesn't sound yeah, real. No. Yeah, you what the took fuck Regeneron you and now you're alive. 
this dude ate an alternator and now we supposed to feel good? Mm. I haven't been feeling good for a long time. I mean, how's your how's your summer of COVID been? Uh, It's been weird. Yeah. What have you been getting up to this whole summer? uh, Trying to, uh, uh, you know, trying to trying to still get a bag somehow. Uh, you know, I started selling weed again for a second, backed off that, uh, went home. We got to get you into growing though. I just talked to Billy Wayne Davis and he's like going to become an entrepreneur and everything. Oh, that's his move. I should try. I I mean, he's more like learning. Yeah. He's like learning from the people who are making moves. And I think it's a next step because there's no more comedy per se. I don't know. Are you still working at ridiculousness? Yeah, yeah, I'm still in the clip farm. I'm still digging them out. <laughs> I heard it's pretty ideal right now. Like people just uh, get to work from home, which is kind of what always should have been happening in the first fucking place. It's, it's not yeah. like this brain surgery and they got to like pass off a scalpel or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, is this it, funny? It's a, I found this online. If anything, it's better doing it from bed with your dick out. It helps you get more in touch with the clips when your dick is exposed. I that's science, man. I didn't make them rules. <laughs> yeah, they're like Jamel. Your clips have been getting way hornier. It's funny because he was threatening it for months. <laughs> Just keep sending it. Like, what are you talking about? It's like six. Yeah, it's X videos linked straight up. It's just man has sex. Um, do you have any sort of like? you know, ability to self-monitor and just do it like a job, you know, when you work from home. I mean. Uh, a little bit. There's definitely times where I'm like, it, you know, I'll be like, I'll be like six or seven episodes of Criminal Minds Deep and I'll just be starting to spin out and then like, you know, a slack will kind of knock me out of it. Sometimes I got to kind of, and I remember when they, they asked, they were like, all right, uh, we might start working from home. We don't know what's happening. Uh, and then uh, the EP was like, who, who do you think, who's going to have like the hardest time making that transition? I was like, me, dog. I for sure have a learning disability. I need to be, I need people looking at me. Yes, yeah, structure. For sure. Some children actually excel with structure. I rebel. I, I hate it. I mean, not that I'm better without it, but like, (laughs) I hated working in an office. Like I can't, I, and I, and I hated school. So I know where it comes from. It's like, I just hate being told to sit down for like eight hours to do anything. I'm just like, no. Same. I, you I could, I can, I can wriggle out of any, uh, sort of, uh, uh, confines, any, any sort of structure you want to build. I could walk right out the front door of that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, do, uh, <laughs> I just need a due date. I need I need uh, due dates that are fictitious. Like, just tell mm. me you need it like tomorrow. I know. I know. If you can just give me the exact time that you're going to get mad at me, if it's not there, I work yeah. good on last minute panic. And I yeah. hear you. I'm like, <laughs> just wiggling out of anything. I mean... 
Oh man, it's funny. This podcast is like so little work and I'll like put it off to the last minute and then something will come up and I'll be like, now my dog's sneezing. Great. Now I can't, I can't podcast. My dog's got allergies. <laughs> it's like not involved. My dog is dealing with a gluten allergy. <laughs> and you got, we did you figure got... that out. Yeah. It's like, we're now feeding her like a really nice meal. I've dedicated way too much into like my dog's diet. I hey, feed her look, two types of vegetables per meal. Hey, that's honestly, <laughs> I'm only eating one kind of vegetable as a human. So, you know, my I dog see what you're eats saying. better than Jamel. <laughs> hey, look, that's not, and you know, that's got nothing to do. That's not what it sounds like, folks. Yeah, you right? have MTV money. I mean, there's no yeah, excuse for yeah, this. Exactly. It's <laughs> this not, is a conscious choice. I could easily add an extra vegetable to my meals. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> Got to get you into cooking. I mean, do you cook at all? I do. I do a little. I, I made lunch today. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll hook some stuff up every now and again. Mm -hmm. My, but it's too much it's work cool. in general. The, I go in phases. I go in phases. The hard part. In and out. It's like I'll cook now and then like just give me like just oh, give yeah. me a couple days of DoorDash. And I'll get back into it. <laughs> I get very lofty about meal prep. Like I'll go to the grocery store, get a ton of shit, cook it all. And then half of it's rotten in like two weeks. Like I've eaten. <laughs> they, they, they don't tell you that about meal prep is that you have to fucking eat it. Otherwise you're, you just live in trash. Yeah. I definitely have been tricked <laughs> into getting a few pork roasts that were too big and I was not ready to deal with that, but it was just such a good price. Obviously, it's seven dollars for this uh, this hunk of meat. Yeah, this is the size of a child <laughs> worth of meat. It's bad because I go where the deals are, and then I'm just like, "Wow, I guess I'm just eating red meat for the last couple weeks." It's like if chicken just doesn't go on sale for a while. Uh, and I, it's funny, I don't even like shop around. I just go to the one grocery store. <laughs> when you were like growing up in school, was it like were you a good student or like? did you have trouble kind of concentrating or it's hard for people who are funny, I think, or to do comedy in general. I was, I was a good student for like a few years. And then I don't know, I just kind of definitely had some focus problems, just bullshitting. Look, I'll, I'll pass the fucking standardized test. Just leave me alone. I'm not starting any fights. I was like, look, guys. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers are fighting in the bathroom. You guys are worried about me. I'm just uh, asleep. Yeah, I had no dreams. That was a big thing. Is I just was like, I had no confidence and no dreams. So it was like, I was just like, you know, I'm doing the bare minimum by not flunking out. And even then, I almost flunked out. I mean, I was a, a bad student. But I mean, I kind of tried to get into comedy early. I mean, you got, you got in kind of early. What age did kinda you start early. doing comedy? Uh, what age did I? Twenty-two. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is, I guess, pretty young. After I started, I was like, "Damn, wish I had started a few years before <laughs> this." Just because. I mean, I when did you shit. know you were funny? Uh, okay. I knew I was funny. I think the summer between 10th and 11th grade, 
Like I had always like tried to be. Yeah, funny that's when it really was, solidifies. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and I like definitely like had made people laugh before that, but I like made some strangers laugh. I made some girls laugh at the mall. <laughs> really? What was your bet? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I I'm on. Did you do your stand up? Um, <laughs> yeah, do, this was I, do, I, I, do I some stood props. up, I pulled out an unplugged microphone. <laughs> I gave, I gave these girls yeah i gave them my tightest five i told some joke about harry potter how did how, you make girls uh, out of the mall laugh i mean i need I to know, know this what, now man. as an adult man who's married <laughs> <laughs> all the malls all the malls are fucking scary as shit now now you is when i want to go up. <laughs> you just gotta post up out of massage chairs man <laughs> just, just hanging out i never yeah. i didn't mean to hang out with kids like that that's the that's the real disadvantage is i had no one around me who was like more brave than me who'd be like let's go try and meet girls this just wasn't yeah, it happening was, it was a nice i had a couple homies who were nerds these were i was hanging with my nerd homies mm-hmm. but my my guy <laughs> my ace he is like way hotter than me but like a nerd <laughs> and like mm-hmm. possibly more shy than me and it was just a perfect wingman like i could just oh like, really I'll, I'll just go off you be hot and that's just <laughs> how it went oh this is like a perfect friend are you guys still <laughs> i mean low key, still yeah. close? i mean this sounds like can you bring him out to la to help out here he like, is, he's in la he lives oh, really? by the airport <laughs> He, he lives by the airport. That's my guy. Just post man. up by the airport. Just yeah, good. Yo, post up. oh, incoming flight, ladies, huh? Bro, don't even hang out at the airport. You can hang out at the lift. Pick the new pickup area. Wait, what was the bid? How did you make them laugh? Do you even remember like how you I made them laugh? I definitely remember. Because I definitely remember. I definitely remember because uh, it was. I think I told the joke on stage years later when i started stand up to it was uh i i my boy charles he had put he had just put me on to harry potter <laughs> i had never seen harry potter before <laughs> wow you were lying i i thought it was like a mild nerddom you know no serious this like where it's real. like he just like star wars and you allow like no weakness <laughs> around <laughs> you <laughs> but like okay no, Harry Potter is a bit of a stretch. There are no black people in those books. So that's obviously the first thing you notice. And it's a gigantic I, flaw. Yeah. And so the other flaw, I don't even know how I got into it, but just that like Harry Potter saves the whole school, the the world, the universe. He's going to a he's going to a co-ed, a co-ed boarding school. And he saves everybody's life and he can't, he's not up on no ass. Like, what are y'all talking about? Is like, this the bit? Yes. <laughs> so good. This was the bit. This is like as good as a bit I just put on my album. <laughs> but I did, I did like a fucking four minute Harry Potter bit. And this is as good an observation about those books. <laughs> he got, he got yeah, no man. ass. No way. I'm the, I was the backup no, center weird. on our middle school football team and I saw a girl's boobs in middle school. I didn't even play football. He was the wow. star of the Quidditch team. 
He wasn't about that, man. He was Christian. Yeah, true. He's very, yeah, he's, he's not, a, <laughs> he doesn't believe in genders. <laughs> but he does believe in magic. What kind of shit is this? Oh, man. I love how she's just trying to mix it up. Like, and she's been that since the beginning. And that was my whole bit, like, was that she just wrote those books to fuck with people. Like, she wrote them too late in life and they were written as like a, I don't know, like fucking kid <laughs> wizards and like, you know, he, she's like, she stole some shit. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, I'm like fucking 45 and no one's like my books I've tried to write. So here's the dumbest book possible. And then it like blows up. And I, mean, I pretty much stand by it because now she does everything in her power to be like, yeah, Dumbledore's gay. Uh, gender's not real. <laughs> fucking, I don't. I'm a vampire. You suck. <laughs> it's kind of like it's Suicide by Cop, you know. <laughs> it's like take the money away from me. She keeps releasing books now. Like I think she just made a book that was basically like Silence of the Lambs, where it's like Jesus. there's a serial killer and he does it because he wants to be a woman. <laughs> like that's that's all silence of the lambs was as a movie and it won an academy award it's like <laughs> what could possibly make this man be a serial killer oh i know he's gay <laughs> how lit would silence of the lambs be if buffalo bill like had a little wand you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been uh scary it would have been whimsical yeah for sure <laughs> He'd be like, don't get into my van, get into my train. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, he could make his own lotion levitate. You don't got to make motherfuckers bring it to you. Did you read the books? Did you read all the books? Absolutely not. No. I like, I I remember there was like some, there was like a book there. They tried to get some like uh, reading group shit going. one year like eighth grade and they were like hey yeah harry potter and i was like uh that sounds like bible study (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i don't think so (laughs) and that's i never read them and then two years later my boy charles is like yo these movies is kind of hard though and i was like all right that was like the I'm, I'm like embarrassed i've read them like three times or something and that was probably the the last time i've really enjoyed reading Bro, because it's fucking magical as hell. Well, I read I read comic books, but it's hard for me to like read a book. I've read actually a couple like um, comedians biographies. Like I'll read a lot of shit like that. But like uh, those aren't books, you know, it's like it's just like looking at like Richard Pryor's schedule for like 30 years. You're like, (laughs) yeah, that's where he went. And then he went there. He shook that hand. And it's like (laughs) it's just me being Asperger's, you know, but like. Uh, a book with any sort of depth or meaning, I, I haven't really gone back into, and I don't really want to. Yeah, same. Not a big time read. I was like, I used to be big on just the paper. I was reading the newspaper a lot. <laughs> are you serious? And then I just, yeah, what do you mean? When? Well, you know, I was like, <laughs> what okay. century? <laughs> This is like back in the day. Yeah, this is like middle school. When you were like a kid, really? Yeah. I was a kid. I was all over like the mini page, Mm -hmm. the comics, 
then oh yeah I, of course well, look, out, you of know course. sports and then you know and then once i like started going through puberty i was like okay yeah now i'll read oh something happened in iraq you're kidding it's funny i was just thinking about how it's like you know the constant criticism is people are just always on their devices or looking at their phones but it's like I remember growing up and my dad legitimately just had a newspaper in front of his face for like six hours of the day because he worked at home. And that's how he spent his time at home was like he would just read the entire paper because that's what he thought he had to do to be informed. And that's the same as being like, I'm going to get to the end of Twitter on my phone. I'm going to get to the last fucking thing. Yeah. Trying to read the whole paper is the same exact thing. That's a fact. But it's like people like, yeah, like you used to see old like newsreel shit. Like people would always have the newspaper out. It's like people weren't paying more attention to each other being nicer like 50 years ago. Like, yeah, <laughs> the world at least was the fucking phone, meaner 50 years ago. At least at least a phone is small enough to where you can see somebody waving at you. <laughs> you, you have a whole paper open. You can't see shit. I think about sometimes I'm really embarrassed because I was like, really, I get so angry when somebody would just kind of like check their phone a little bit. Uh, when cell phones were, I don't know, maybe just a couple years in, you know, and you'd be like on a date or hanging out with a friend. And it's like, he's checking his phone. Like, how little am I worth to this person? And now you just, it's just like, it's not even, it, you're actually like insane if you point that out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm you point out that somebody looked for a second at their phone, you'd be insane. But I used to like end a whole thing and be like, "Look, you were checking your phone five, six times. I don't even know. I lost count." <laughs> I uh, I do. I think it's funny when uh, when you go face down with the phone now. You know what I'm saying? Lay the phone down, face down. Cause it's like, what kind of notification? Just make your notifications not show up, man. What notifications could you have? Like Farmville's going to show up, and then uh, like, Rob Deerdeck's uh, head exploded. <laughs> a fucking skateboard went through his heart. Like, <laughs> You're out of damn. a job, Jamel. Like no, <laughs> yo, that'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> get notifications. So this is a good summer. I mean, it's it's kind of, uh, I mean, job wise, not bad. But I mean, how how have you been? Like, did you uh, get a chance to go home? I mean. Yeah, yeah. Went home. Uh, went home and was like, it's, it's never going to be long enough. You know that feeling? You go home, it's like, damn it. I guess I should just live here. What do I have to do? Do I have to, I have to start a bed and breakfast here or something? Yeah, my parents are trying to get me to just stay out there indefinitely. And I'm like... Yeah. I will blow my brains out. There's no, like, it's not, yeah. it's not a question. It's like, I can't just like, uh, do nothing with my life. You know, it's like, I gotta like come up with projects and uh, keep this illusion of a dream going, you know? Yeah. Being here is being in LA is very good for the illusion of the dream for sure. <laughs> what am I going to do? Have a kid at 35. That sounds reckless. Especially because I'm hey. 36 and I'm <laughs> not remembering my own age. Right? Fuck it, man. They're gonna, man. Once they, once they release the, uh, you know, the the prevagen to us. Once we get the uh... Regeneron. Yeah, once we the... get Energon from Cybertron, 
Yeah, then we will all be alive. alive. I'm like, yeah. I literally believe that's how they brought Optimus Prime back to life. Yeah. Is how they brought Trump back to life. Is they put Regeneron in him. Once they release the Age of Ultron to the public, you might live forever, bro. Okay, let's get it. Let's get in deep. Let's do a deep question here. Uh, what have your experiences been with mental health, if any, or just your thoughts on it in general? Um, generally speaking, I think it's an important thing to be aware of. I have definitely struggled with things in this uh area over the years just like you know the anxiety making you like 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 whiff on like plans with somebody that kind of thing you're just like so anxious mm -hmm. you don't call your boy back <laughs> you know i, I pulled that oh, yeah. move a few times you know what i mean yeah uh i like to think i'm more aware of it nowadays but um I definitely have a feeling I should be doing more. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not seeing a, a therapist or anything. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just and and watching shows about mm. gruesome murders all the time. <laughs> You're making the small changes. You're making the yeah, incremental yeah. changes. You're learning yeah. how to murder and become the yeah. incel. Yeah. Do you think and you can become a mass shooter? I mean, you could do. I mean, <laughs> be making I some strides. I wonder. It would take a couple things, but if I'm playing Resident Evil long enough, maybe. That's <laughs> so like a dark. Like if I just play Resident Evil enough, the original yeah. on PlayStation, the original. Yeah. <laughs> then you walk outside, and then everybody starts looking like polygons to you. Yeah. Yeah, I need um, a load screen of a minute between each shooting. <laughs> I need classic Resident Evil style. <laughs> no, I hear you. I mean, I do the same thing of like, I withdraw. If I start feeling really negative or basically like very depressed, I just um, start cutting off outside communication. Uh, that's For not sure. true with everybody, but it's interesting to hear that that's what you. I definitely get in the bunker. You feel like you've uh, like fucked up any friendships with something like that? I mean, I think I have. Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely have. I definitely have. <laughs> I'm like looking for specific <laughs> dates. No, <laughs> I'm like, I want names. Who'd you, who'd you cut out? I was ready to give you. I was ready to give just, it all up, man. Just start listing people. Everybody at the Rose Garden who got COVID, you're cut off. Sorry, not into you anymore. Um, you've never really gone to therapy. Just thought about it, kind of. Definitely thought about it, but I have not gone. And also, like, 
I, well, you know, this goes back to me only eating one vegetable. I have had this job and I was um I was still on Medi-Cal for like a year plus after mm. I got this job. So I just rode that out and then like just found out that my Medi-Cal ran out like like in like like March, bro. Mm-hmm. So I've just been like, oh shit. But then I had like my job offers healthcare. Like, I should have <laughs> just signed up for that shit day one. Yeah, I mean, uh, out of pocket would be just too much. And I mean, you're saying you just missed the boat, basically. Basically, until enrollment <laughs> again. Now I have to wait. Well, but the minute it's you up. don't have the access, you're like, I guess I missed it. <laughs> yeah, like, I've looked none into it, and now that it's gone, I guess I blew it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I've blown it fully. I got just got to wait till no, I got to make it till November. Get back in there, see what's up. Yeah, other people were saying that too. Um, I don't know. I kind of recommend it if it's something that you're actually you know looking towards. In other words, I don't say anything negative about it. But um, I mean, it sounds like you basically wait for things to kind of turn around <laughs> in your life and. Not there's not too much pressure to kind of course correct or or change anything, um, which is actually a pretty healthy mental attitude. It can be. I mean, you seem like honestly somebody who peps up a lot of people, and that's why I find it interesting that you would you know withdraw from people. It seems like you get a lot from a social kind of. Uh, definitely, and uh, you know it's it's weird. Like I feel like um. Like it was definitely more so like uh earlier, or maybe it was just moving that kind of changed it a little bit, like hmm. uh just not having like the same like um uh, base of uh uh you know yeah. so you mean from d d c maryland to to hear yeah, yeah 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 it's it's different for sure i mean we it's very communal over there because it's such a small scene. And then over here, it's more just like, all right, Jamel, what do you got? Like, what's the, what's the Jamel project? And I've been, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm finding the balance now. Uh, And another weird thing is sometimes now I go back and uh, now that I'm kind of like Mm -hmm. less connected to the people in comedy in DC, I kind of look around and I I see the kind of the tight community vibe. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you pansies? It's time to fucking get to a fucking slit that bitch's throat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how else are you going to get to the top? I mean, it's, (laughs) it's funny. It is like hard to have, you know, friends in a, competitive environment but it's really it doesn't have to be competitive unless we just believe it is you know i mean there's definitely people who are getting a lot more out of comedy just by hanging out and being friends <laughs> no nah, for sure and i definitely my my yeah. general philosophy is we can all win and i and i try to um bring that kind of team mentality to when i'm around people Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know, uh, be the morale dude. <laughs> Did you do sports? Yeah, yeah. See, and that's part, probably part of it. I've just always been that guy on mm. the roster. Morale uh, dude. Uh, <laughs> hockey or <laughs> soccer? 
What was uh, your hockey or soccer? Tennis? First off, flattered that you named any of these skiing. <laughs> I yeah, get I a rod. A, I was on a uh I was on the only men's roller derby team. <laughs> <laughs> we just we football. just do it to beat women up. That's our yeah. whole thing. <laughs> We're the only men's roller derby team just to fucking beat up these broads. <laughs> my version they just practiced alone yeah. okay? <laughs> no i took off my skate it got serious <laughs> i went i went in um no actually because I'm, I'm really interested in how you grew up i mean honestly uh yeah i mean you know burbs uh virginia mm-hmm. oh uh, virginia in, yeah i thought you were yeah. maryland which I once again, thank you for assuming Maryland because it's the it's the blacker of the two, and I appreciate well, you just assuming that. Yeah, it okay. I will I will play fair. That's <laughs> but true. That's kind of, <laughs> but yeah. also several. I will say several other things. One, I just thought I kind of knew everybody from Virginia because I'm from Virginia as far as okay. there, and also it seems like everybody who's like I don't know, just there was a whole group out of Maryland who were funny and tight knit and. And DC. And I never, I mean, I would go into DC, but it was from Virginia. So I don't know. I always felt like a long trek. Yeah. Uh, I know all about those. But what I'm trying to say is it's systemic racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> where, my God. This is where I really go with this. <laughs> but uh, uh, you play in sports. Do you have the siblings in school with you, like playing sports also? No. You know, I missed my middle brother by a year. We're like four and a half years apart. So oh, we really? Were, so we were never in school together. And I got a younger brother. My youngest brother is 10 years younger than me. <laughs> I know. Damn, I'm sorry, man. That's hard. Are you, is, do, you, do you try and keep an, you know, like a brotherly connection going? I mean, 10 years is really hard to like totally connect on stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's a little uh, different but uh we definitely we talk a lot you know the group chat is active uh, <laughs> i think having this job was a thing that helped me kind of stay tight with him because like he's just a kid on twitter oh and God. i'm like i'm looking for wild videos and he's like oh reposting God. wild <laughs> videos and so i'll just be like yo you see the one where the mm-hmm. duck uh you know what i'm saying <laughs> pulled out the knife on the man and then he's like it's yep. a great job <laughs> it is just <laughs> animals committing homicide yeah. and watching it there yeah. were th- i mean i literally was like leaving that job and there was times where it's like where i was like still coming in occasionally for stuff and there was like a day i was sitting in and like the dirt i felt like the tone had changed where it was like anything goes to just fill up this show because the order of, of episodes was getting that much higher. So it was like oh, one, right. there was like two clips they showed me back to back where like someone's neck just snapped. Whoa. <laughs> and I like bolted up from my, the table. I was like, holy fucking shit. And like <laughs> one of the people who was working there at the time was just like, like, shut up. Like, he just like <laughs> made me feel like such a pussy. He was just like, yeah, like who gives a shit? And I was like, I'm God still, damn. I'm still skeeved, yeah. I can't. It's some stuff that is, who boy. I think it's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I think I did try to reach out to also like younger people to just be like, 
what for the love of God is funny to you? <laughs> yeah, what's going on with y'all? It's so like, am it's I crazy like, with this? Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to get him in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that fool a job there one of these days. That's going to be my, got to be my last act is uh, bringing the youth in. I think that'd be pretty good. What do you, what do you look at? Oh, I just be like looking around. I'm just like, I want to, this is a standing desk. And oh, also I was kidding. like, yeah. So I was like, I was just pressing the button. I'm like, oh mm. man, but it's not, it's not plugged in. And I'm just like, damn, it'd be cool if I could like make this thing stand right now. And then I pick my muff up. I'm like, maybe I go back to the muff. But I think you should muff up this mic, man. It's right, it's coming in a little too. <laughs> I need to take some of the sensation off. What's going on? <laughs> Thank you. Oh damn. Well, I like to also ask people when it comes to like entertainment and things that they enjoy things that make them feel good. Um, what's something that you like to, you know, either listen to music wise or, you know, is there any sort of music that you listen to to try to get in a good place? Or is there stuff that you listen to where you're like, I, you've made like a sad playlist or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, 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 the energy I'm looking for for music kind of changes. Sometimes the sad playlist will make me feel happy and energized i'll really? just be walking around and something sad will come on and i'll just be like <laughs> i'll just like get get into it you know what i mean i'll fucking rock out to a ballad or whatever but uh I generally the thing i like the most i think is just like um anything that's got kind of like that up tempo kind of like around like a like like a funk uh, like that electro funk this like a synthesizer music with <laughs> like a driving beat that mm -hmm. includes a synthesizer <clears throat> yeah really really makes me feel uh nice and pleasant so you hate thundercat <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> you hate him is what you're just saying <laughs> you hate that kind of shit you yeah. like country. You like yeah, I want him out of Waylon Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> you like men birthed out of bourbon bottles that yeah. beat their families. Yes, washboard shit. What do you, what's like a what's like the what's like a sad song for you? Um uh I've been a fool. Hmm. by by miles j that was the song that i was exactly thinking of when i the example i was thinking of oh really it's just like this like r&b ballad uh about a guy who uh he he feels he's been two-timed by his lady <laughs> you're such a lover you're such a you're such a poet <laughs> And, you know, hey, look. How's that worked for you, being such a lover all your life? I feel like you've maybe, I mean, do you feel like you let, you know, relationships get, get you know, hurt you maybe too deep? Or, I mean, uh, I mean def or do you just kind of go with the flow on? Uh, more so earlier in life, like, uh, especially, like, pre-stand-up, and like those like early couple years, like if yeah. a woman showed interest in me, I'm like, all right, 
time to bring out the boom box. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get let's get it done. And and then shit would not, you know, I would be I would be doing too much, and then they'd be like, "Yo, you gotta chill." And I'm like, "Yeah, what are you talking about? I'd get that I'm a like, lot." <laughs> I wrote all these sonnets. <laughs> That's a bro. I'm a love. I I fall in love. I would fall in love yeah. all the time, and it would be with people I'm not even with, and I'm falling in love with them. You know? Yeah. Super influenced by media. And just how uh, a, a love story looks in film, <clears throat> TV, and just like not eat, connecting that that's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that uh, it, it also is hard because like there's almost a subconscious thing I think about sometimes. Like people just aren't ready for the like the media doesn't give you the idea of a relationship falling apart uh, graciously. Like, all we know is it either works out or it's like a dramatic, you know, fuck up. It's like, yeah. I feel like, I know it's very trite to be like, they don't teach kids how to do taxes in school, but they teach them, you know, <laughs> what lava magma is or some shit. But like, the, you, I feel like you should really teach a class on like how to break up, how to date. Like, oh. Would have loved you, would, that. you would cut down on so much like dudes flipping out and like grabbing a gun immediately because yeah. they all went through the same schooling on this that it's like that's a normal thing yeah and it's you know dudes the, the you know the the pressure we put on ourselves this is something that i've been kind of you know talking about on stage a little bit just how like you know what i mean like this thing this this feeling that I don't know if you grew up with this, but I did. It was just this feeling that like you had to be getting pussy and you're like, and you're yeah. like, and you're like 13. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, I remember at like 15 being like, I'm going to die a virgin. <laughs> yeah. You're 15. like, I'm no, it's, 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 it's impossible to you how, how it's going to possibly even happen. Yeah, uh, and you're getting this pressure from other guys, and it's like and nobody knows exactly what's going on at the time, and then that'd be like the basis for like a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I can see also stand up comedy is just it it it's an accelerator pad for personality because you're just out there, and it, whether you like it or not, you're talking to so many people that eventually you will become more confident talking to people. And like, yeah, I didn't even notice just the change where I'm like, I guess now I just don't, <laughs> one, I don't like people as much. <laughs> Two, I don't give a shit as much. So it's like, it's kind of like cutting off some of your nerve endings or burning them, you know, where you're just trying to become more desensitized to like regular people just, you know, for sure. Oh, come on, man. I know all about it. It'd be like, what's it worth? Now it's like, oh, now, now it's like, oh, three drunk women are they in my face after a show. And like, they're, none of y'all are talking about nothing. This isn't good for me. I got to get out of here. Was there ever a time, you know, uh, between whenever till now, I guess, just like where you were like, I, I need some help, like with, uh, life you know with mental health or or not even just that but just where you felt like you were at a low point you know and you had to kind of get out of it definitely for sure mm. um what happened 
Oh man, one of the first ones was um was this this was right before I started doing stand up though. But all the same, I just mm. got like roped into like uh like a like a a a, a robbery scandal <laughs> like on my 21st birthday and like she was what? Like, <laughs> What's yeah. it your birthday? It was my fucking You're birthday. Ruining your birthday, dude. Yeah, my my, you know what I'm saying? People trying to take uh, the valuable electronics mm-hmm. from places. <laughs> I'm and I'm just standing there, and mm-hmm. it was like a whole. I just, just that like, situation. It, I mean, that would bring a lot of people down. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like, where's my life about to go? <laughs> yeah. So wait, this is like college. Yeah, this was this community college for me. I was like twenty. Yeah, I I went to community college also. (laughs) You know what's up? This is why I feel like I would have run into you at some point in Virginia. (laughs) Like like how how in the fuck did I mean I met Brandon in Virginia? Like yeah, we too. I was Um, I was I was tucked away, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, man, there was so much shit in community college where I was like, oh, this is not where I want my life to be going. And it's like, the ambiguity is is just a big part. Um, and that's why I feel like it's it's really lame. But I mean, I've probably been, the saddest I've been since right before stand-up, where like I was like suicidal, attempted suicide, and was like, I'm not going to do this. You know, I want to try something that I always wanted to do. So that level of sadness I haven't been to since this where I'm just like, well now it's gone. And I don't know. I feel that there was there was definitely like now the ambiguity's back. Oh yeah, because we can't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left to do but rob people. Get some electronics. <laughs> Man, uh, dude, I, for like, like a TV or some shit, dude. <laughs> like, it can it couldn't have been high end, like electron. Like, how much money could they possibly have gotten? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm like, can I? What's the statute of limitations on this stuff? Uh, <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It was a big ass TV, bro. It was, this I was think like, when everybody's on Twitter praying for the president's death, you're allowed to admit yeah, you're that fine. being around yeah, a crime something. ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Or or longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was, I guess it was a nice TV, not by today's standards, obviously, but. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like nothing. It doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> yeah. I almost went to prison for stealing newspapers. Of course, now it's an iPhone. <laughs> of course, now I look at that newspaper and I know it's an iPhone. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, what got you into doing stand up, though? I mean, was it just um, friends pushing you or yourself? Uh, uh, a couple friends convinced me to go to an open mic. And it was one conversation. They weren't like on me, but I was just, you know, I like lost a job and the homies were like, Hey, I hear, I heard. He's had to make some money. 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) No idea what. Struggling. (laughs) You want to make some real money? I know this guy, Eddie Murphy. I see him. He's a millionaire. (laughs) He's got a TV that he's not watching. Let's go get it. (laughs) It's nuts, man. Like to think that Britney's sports pub 
was was anyone's salvation is uh, it's crazy so far beyond me. It's crazy. Yeah. I started in a Holiday Inn, and it was just like. Let's Literally, the, the third act I ever, like, performed in front of a, was just a clown. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was the disgruntled exactly. clown, and he did edgy, in-your-face clown humor. And uh, he killed, dude. The dude sold shot glasses <laughs> and thongs after the show. He fucking Ooh. ripped him a new asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he sucked. He was, it was, like, awesome. He was, like, the best road hack I've ever seen. You ever, did you ever do the foundry back in the day? Maybe. I mean, it was this, it was this little spot him, in Fairfax. It was out there by Jam and Java. Yes, yes, yeah, I did do that. It was like, yeah, it was like I used to be like a garage, and they just turned it into like this art space. I thought that was a fun show. I did it. That's like, a, that's my vibe. I like weird shows more than like I feel really out of place at like an improv and yeah, nothing, nothing against be, them, but it's just like you know. I agree. I need the lighting to be strange. Some weird stuff around. That is no, true. I'm, it's I'm like crazy. I need the five minutes of extra material, just riffing on how bad a setup yeah, it is. Me, I mean, yeah. like that makes me, makes me at home. But I mean, like at the improv where they're like, "Here I am, rock me like a hurricane," and then I get up and I'm like, "Who has depression, bro?" Every time I've Let's specifically the, the improv, I, there is always someone too drunk for me to deal with. Mm. Like, and I'm always, I've, they I've think only, they have like, to. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. I thought this was a prestigious place. I think it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the laugh factory was prestigious. Yeah, you like imagine thinking any of these places are like <laughs> prestigious. It's hysterical. There's Jeff Dunham on the fucking wall, lady. Get your shit together. But it's, to it's. God, I, I know it's crazy because like um, Dave Ross did put it in my brain where he was like, you know, if I was, he was talking about himself. He's like, if I was, you know, 24 years old or whatever, 25, I would never go to a comedy club. And I just never really realized that because I spent my 20s in comedy clubs going to do comedy. But I didn't think of like people my age weren't really there and he's right I, like it dawned on me i was like oh my god you're totally right like i never really thought about it and it's like regular people who go out are like these people who are suburbanites who just they look for the one day out of the month they can get fucking annihilated and then they <laughs> then they tell them there's a two drink minimum so it's like oh well shit i have to have two long island iced teas and i never drink so this is gonna go great and it's just like man what a way to just like sabotage your business. God, don't serve spirits. Don't even <laughs> fucking serve spirits. Fucking, what a, like how many people does a comedy club have to throw out in a fucking month? I bet it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, they got to figure out how to monetize coffee better. Keep these people focused. Cause weed isn't good either. Yeah. Make up the money some other way. <laughs> it's just yeah. like insane to be like, let's make the audience worse. People who don't drink, let's make sure they have like two fucking gigantic margaritas. Like yeah. if my mom had two margaritas, she'd be like a nightmare. She's yeah. a tiny woman. <laughs> like, it's like, what is this two drink minimum based on? Fucking weight and height and shit. It's like, it's insane. It's man, these are these those have been the rules since prohibition. 
I think that I I don't know. All of this may just shake a lot of the shit loose, and then like I don't know. Maybe people can start designing shows that they want to be a part of. I've been really craving doing like an outside show. Um, oh, they they're coming around, man. I don't know. I'm trying to. I want to put the word out, but I don't know how. <laughs> other than to just be like, if you have an outdoor show, I will do it, and I will. I'm this close to paying you <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Hey, somebody will bite. Mm. Well, that maybe will help. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll help. <laughs> it was. It it felt good. It felt good to get back. Cause when I luckily when I went back to DC, DC mm-hmm. was kind of getting a little loose with the the shows. Like I was home for a month and did like three shows. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty. Good. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. considering it's over. Yeah, considering yeah. the industry's <laughs> over, that's actually pretty impressive. <laughs> One show is impressive when I'm begging. Yeah, yeah, dog. Hey, look, I yeah. yo, I got you covered, Hampton. Uh, mm-hmm. Let let Broccoli House Management get that get that handled for you. Okay, I'll I'll do it. Whatever, Let's use go. me. I don't give a shit. You can fuck me. I don't care. Let's go. I'm going to have sex with Anthony. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just approached management. I'm like, you can fuck me. I don't give a shit. You can fuck me in the mouth. <laughs> ah, you just fuck me. Excuse me. I mean, that's basically what I said when I came to LA. Like, the first person who repped me, they were like, what do you want? I was like, uh, I want $100,000, uh, whatever. <laughs> just uh, get it. Make it yeah, happen. I, w- I want what you want. Yeah, get it. Let's go. Any Disney cruise you got. That's what I said, and then I I totally like went back on that, and I, like oh, they hated sure. me you so much. There was like shit where they'd be like, "We want you to do uh, Big Boy in the Morning is gonna have like a TV Woo-hoo. pilot that you're gonna do for like a couple bucks, and it would be like you know, it's just like you go in and basically write the show because you're being an unpaid writer by being like paid to be, you know, a contestant to do improv all day. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you you come up with all the funny stuff. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. And they were like so pissed. It was like just continually shit like that where I was like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm going to go and eat shit. There's no way I'm going to go and have a good time or be funny. They're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Would love to see you on Big Boy in the morning, bro. Oh my god! After after a two part interview with Tyga, you come on. Exactly. <laughs> I think it was like something where they were just like, "Big Boy's gonna watch web clips." <laughs> like, everything's like a version of that. Like, yeah. Eh, what's free entertainment? He's just gonna watch the internet and react. Love it, man. God. Damn. Um, I hope you're doing well, man. Uh, Likewise, bro. Have you have you kept so positive? I mean, what do you do to to just you know treat yourself? Make sure you're um, you're doing you're doing okay. Uh, every now and again, you know, I'll have a little milkshake or something. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I had a little issue with the uh, with like pies and sweet treats mm. for. That was like quarantine part three. Like quarantine part two, I was very responsible and I was like, all right, I'm working out more and I will reward myself with a little treat. 
And then part three was like, yo, just just order ten dollars worth of McDonald's pie. Yeah, just get the <laughs> pies. And like, you know, but other than that, I don't know what do I like to do. I I my I guess my general outlook is like fuck I don't know I have no idea what's happening I have no idea how I got here I don't know when the fuck we leave this shit I don't know why anything takes place <laughs> but you know I can uh, make money and I can spend it on weed and they have they have twelve versions of Street Fighter and I like most of them okay these <laughs> these are not great fixes. <laughs> And I am here to tell you, you are a, <laughs> you are a definite case of suicide <laughs> on the outlet. I'm here to tell you, Janelle, uh, you have failed <laughs> mental health. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, honestly, I, I think if it's like not bothering you record, and this is like. You saw my record in my last 50 matches. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was just saying, if you saw oh, I'm my sorry, record in my last 50 matches, you might. Oh, I I made a Street Fighter joke. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Street Fighter sucks now, man. I mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe you're saying this. Look, we don't have to get in depth on that. (laughs) (laughs) I did back into Mortal Kombat. I I like it. I like that I can play as celebrities. Uh, Street Fighter doesn't have any celeb cameos, you know? Uh, But with... With uh, Mortal Kombat, now I can play as Rambo versus fucking RoboCop. It's like the battle of PTSD. Like, who's had yeah. it worse? Yeah, that's pretty Vietnam good. fucking POW versus a cop who had his body blown away. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool, man. I, <laughs> Street Fighter hasn't I like changed. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they got celebs, man. You could, you could play as Marsha Gay Harden. Deborah Winger. Deborah Winger. <laughs> yeah, all the celebs who <laughs> talk about voting or something or do a PSA. Yeah, dude, yeah. Zangief should that. show up in a fucking PSA for voting. Oh my god, that might change things. Maybe Guile. we can get maybe we can get some of these trolls out the way if Zangief <laughs> intervenes. Those are the celebs. <laughs> Uh, dude, thanks for thanks for joining me, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, bro. I appreciate you. And if you feel like um, video games and weed aren't enough, you know, reach out. <laughs> I'll let you, man. Let no, me no. know, or God forbid, someone closer. <laughs> I like looking at water. We could go look at the water a little bit. Find some, you know Where saying? do you go? I uh, well, okay. So my real. Here, my vibe is I like to get up, I'm taking the stairs, and I like to just check out the skyline. I got a couple spots. I got mm. a nice one at WeHo. I got one over here in Los Feliz. You know, sometimes maybe I'll take a drive down 134 towards Pasadena, look at some mountain ranges, stuff like that. Because I'm not a huge beach guy. I'm more of a river lake <laughs> guy. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you go up, you go just like upstairs, like you go up, yeah. um, like a parking got, garage or something to get a good look on the city. Well, or they got they got these crazy like LA's got a bunch of crazy like huge staircases that have these like nice viewpoints. 
Yeah. And there's like a whole book of them shits, which I don't know about the book, but I just found a one good one that's like two miles from me. And it's just like a straight shot from my crib. And then you just go I like that. You're like, Alyssa, I don't want to advocate reading, but <laughs> I want to advocate. <laughs> I don't want to advocate. Listen, it's a book, but I haven't read it. Just so we're double clear on this <laughs> so I can uh, stand yeah, by my sure. truth. No, I'm never going to, because if somebody listens to the show and then they're like, hey, have you ever checked out the one on Verdugo? I'm like, dude, I'll fucking fight you. Come fight me. No, I haven't read that. Do you go alone to just like kind of get mentally centered? Because I used to, I was a beach guy for a long time and I would go at like midnight and just go walk on the beach, stand right up to the ocean and just like cry. (laughs) Like, that's hard. I like that. (laughs) I was like trying to look at Japan or Hawaii and be like, look at my fucking tears. (laughs) But like, I mean, I feel like lakes and rivers, I should have just maybe done that. I don't know. It's not bad. It's it's a little easier uh, for that type of vibe on the East Coast. But um, here, uh, sometimes I'll go alone. Sometimes I got a, a little crew. I kind of whiffed. I, I've been thinking about it since last week. So last Tuesday was the first time I had, like, you know, been out, gotten back on my, like, uh, walking man routine because the, mm. uh, the debate the debate was just too crazy for me to watch and I was like all right I gotta go outside it's been a and, great week yeah. <laughs> it's been a great week because the debate killed Trump for three days <laughs> and he took the magic chemical now he's oh. Oh, now he's uh, he's dead I mean he <laughs> he never had COVID and he's dead yeah I, his, that's all uh, I know I just think his esophagus is, doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> It's just parts of him are dead. Yeah, yeah. He just got some, you know, saying some leaky, yeah. some <laughs> leaky shits going on. But what? What was I about to say? Oh yeah, yeah it was uh, a wild week. Yeah, yeah. I happened to cross a walking group. They were like, "Hey, we uh we meet at Hyperion every Tuesday, six thirty. Come hmm. through." Oh wow, that sounds great. Yeah. And I whiffed on them this week, but if I think I'm gonna go check them out next week. Yeah, I love. Honestly, it's it's like one of the best things you can do for your mental health is walking. Uh, I know it sounds really stupid, but people forget to go outside. I literally had yeah. to like yell at my wife today because <laughs> she's had a sprained ankle and she was like, I'm just going to lay down today. But I was like, you could lay outside for like an hour. Like <laughs> you're going to get more depressed, you know? Yeah. Real air and shit is important. I'd be forgetting too sometimes, but like, yeah, that may, mainly that's it. Just throw on some headphones, mm-hmm. go for a walk, look around. <laughs> Can you send me a link to that song you suggested? And I'll oh, send absolutely. you a link to some song, a song I think you should listen to in nature. And um, maybe you'll, maybe you'll like that. Okay. I like a little do a little song trading. exchange. Yeah, this is, this is great. No, because I have like a, a playlist for the group, uh, the people who listen to this podcast, and I'll put your track up there, and people can check it out. Okay, okay. Nice. I should throw on your. I should throw on a track from your album. Also, <laughs> you have a stand-up album. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's great. I'm sorry, you have a great no, stand-up no. album. I, it's fair that it, it don't even, don't feel like you owed it any sort of. I mean, it was you know it was twenty minutes. It's a EP. I, it was a little. It was a baby guy. I want to get the promos. I want to get the promos out there though. What's your What's your pod? Because uh, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. My pod is uh, uh, Air Buds. I got so uh, Air Buds is a basketball show that I do. I've decided to just be sporty spice. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stay in that lane. And so I got a, a basketball show with the homies. One of my guys from my personal walking group, Peter Moses. Mike Benner basketball show. Then I do a football show with a couple of the Redick comrades, my two Dannys, Dan Hardigan, Danny Solomon. Oh, wow. It's called Sorry We Love Football. <laughs> so we're doing that. And, Dude, you're uh, doing the good work. You're doing, I mean, it's like there's not a ton of like actually dedicated like serious sports podcasts that are done by comics. I mean, I'm sure it's like funny, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they're not done by comics. It's sometimes, sometimes ESPN is funny, but they're, it's never like fully intentional. And sometimes when they try to be funny, it's too much. Like Stephen A. Smith with the cowboy hat on. That's not funny. (laughs) I'm saying trying too hard. Me prank calling one of my co-hosts and telling him that his girlfriend's in the hospital. That's funny. Yeah, see, now we're starting to we're starting to hit the marks. Getting a dialogue. Yeah. Also shouts out to Ryan Connor. We had a we have a uh, soccer show that we just don't do enough. And that's on me. Soccer for Americans does exist and it is online. <laughs> You're like the Kevin Smith of sports. You're, you have like seven podcasts about different line, ideas. line them up. Wait till I <laughs> wait till the Formula One show come out. Wait till you see the Formula One racing show, my boy. Well, damn. Uh, you guys check out Jamel's podcast. And dude, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And no problem. I appreciate you having me. And uh, good to hear from you, dog. Dude, I'm so happy to hear from you. Uh, glad you're alive, man. Take care. For sure. All right, dude. <laughs> Bye. Holy shit. What a great episode. Uh, Thanks to Jamel Johnson for being here. If you guys want to support this podcast, patreon.com slash y'all ever to get a weekly episode on Monday for $5 a month. What a deal. And if you want to check out Virginity, the guys who gave us this new sweet ass song, please check them out wherever you can buy their stuff. They are awesome. Check them out. And uh, I did put up my pilot that I shot for Sci-Fi Channel that didn't get picked up. I put it up on YouTube. So I actually really appreciate it if anybody wants to check it out, wants to share it, whatever. I'm just really proud of it. It was made with like a bunch of comics help. Uh, Jonah Ray, Jack Robichaud, Eliza Skinner, Jamie Loftus. The list goes on. Georgia uh, worked on it also. And I'm just really proud of it. So, yeah, check it out. It's about <laughs> it's about conspiracy theories and me hunting them down in the dumbest way possible and making everything way, way worse. So not at all relatable to what's going on in the news. But, you know, who knows? Maybe someday. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thanks for being here. And I'll see you next week. Glad you're alive. A podcast network.